we're going we're gonna to go start at verse 7, and we're going to go 7 through 15, and then verses 28 and 29. I mean, I could have read the whole chapter. This is the woman at the well, but I was like, you know what? Now we're going to focus on a couple of key things in here. But if you have time, read the whole chapter. Amen. Hallelujah. John 4, verse 7. And it says, There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water, and Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Verse 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. And the woman saith, woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Verse 12, Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Verse 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Verse 15, the woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come thither to draw. Let's go to verse 28 and verse 29. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the man, Come see a man which told me all the things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Hallelujah. I'm going to ask Bishop to pray over this, over this message. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for your presence that we feel in this place. Your manservant has your anointing resting upon him. This congregation has your anointing resting upon it. I'm asking God that your word go forth in power, in liberty, in demonstration, in manifestation. I'm asking God that you allow your word to fall on good ground. Let it produce what you purpose in this place today. As I always pray, God, on your command, allow your angels to minister in this place today. Allow the man of God the freedom and the liberty to walk in your spirit and to minister, thus saith the Lord. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. And I typically, I, I, I kind of liked it when there was other people before me or other people. I was going to have to turn it over to someone else because I don't typically, you know, I'm pretty short to the point, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of it. my job. It's like, yeah, you know what? You don't got to tell me what happened three years ago. Just tell me what happened right now. Well, I'm not mean like that. I listen to people, sort of. I'm, I'm acting like I'm listening, but I'm not paying attention to what happened three years ago. But I, I'm, I'm kind of quick to the point, and, and that's why I was like, oh, man, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Ugh. But I'm just going to do what God wants us to do. Man. So I, I, I wanted to, to speak and... and I don't know if this is going to be preach or treach or whatever this is on this thought. Hint water. 
hint water. Hallelujah. And I'm going to have to use my wife as an example because this is where I got the, the title from. She likes to go to Target, right? And at Target, this came out a couple of years ago where you have that brand of, of water, hint water, and she loves it. Right. And so every time we would go by, she's going to check and see if there's any of her favorite flavors of hint water. And then now they came up with a new one, you know, the caffeinated hint water. Right. The thing is, it's really it's water. But there's all the, there's just additives in there to make it, you know, have a little different, you know, take like taste like blueberry or raspberry and other things in there. And I kind of remember growing up, it's like we didn't go to Target to get hint water. You had the jar in the fridge, and there was oranges, lemons, cucumbers, and all that stuff inside of it. That was our hint water. Now it's you go to Target. But the thing is, even though it's water, or they say it's water, their properties have been changed to give it the flavor. So it's no longer what you really would say water. It's essentially another flavor drink. See, and all of us know in here, we do need water to survive. You don't drink water, you're going to die. You're going to dehydrate. Okay. And the thing is, if we try to live off of this hint water or water that or something, a liquid that has other flavors and additives to it, You're not going to be able to hydrate yourself correctly. You will reach a point where you will need to actually drink water. And unfortunately, sometimes this, this is what happens to the modern church. Where we allow a lot of different additives and things to make it taste good and make it feel good. And then all of a sudden, we're wondering, why, why, why aren't people actually getting saved? Why aren't we seeing the miracles? Why aren't we seeing what God can do? Because people, what, what has happened is we've thrown in a lot of other stuff in there to make it appeal to our palate. You know, here's the deal. You can, I love coffee. If you like coffee, hey, man, I, I love coffee. That's what I survive off of. But I need to drink water, too. Drinking coffee, the process of it, you're going to use some water. Now, when you drink that coffee, you can't say, hey, this is going to, I drink coffee all the time and I drink no water, I'm going to be able to survive. Because what the coffee's going to do is you're going to get that caffeine, you're going to get that, 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 that little energy boost, but it's still going to dehydrate you. Unfortunately, that's what can happen in the church where we can we can let the emotions, we can let things get ourselves all pumped up. We can get the energy flowing. But what happens is if we don't get the word of God in our life, we stay dehydrated. We end up dying a spiritual death. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, we live on a, in an age where we got we got to get hyped up. We got to get pumped up. And trust me, I love worshiping. Hallelujah. But we got to get a hold of God. We got to get a hold of his word 
Because yes, after we jump around all uh, all service long, but if we go outside, are we still going to be jumping when the enemy attacks? Uh, are we going to have something to withstand the withstand the attack when when things aren't going that well in our life? Uh, when there's loss, uh, when there's pain, uh, Hallelujah! Are we going to be able to hang on to something and say, you know what? Uh, I'm not just living off the emotion of service, uh, but I got a relationship with you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This woman at the well. It's, I started reading this. And, and it started bringing some things to my mind. You know, verse, verse 11. So the woman, the, the, the woman starts asking Jesus some questions. The woman said to him, sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. The well is deep from whence then hast thou that living water. She's already said it. Jesus already told her, hey, I got some living water for you. I got something that can change you. Her question becomes, okay, how did you get it? How did you get that water? You know, hallelujah. That's what's going to happen. Sometimes when we first came, in, came into this, if you've been in, in this for a for years, you've been in this for a few months. Uh, the first question we really asked when we were going through stuff was, how, how do I get what those people have? How do I get the peace that they have? How can I worship in the storm and the circus and the, when things aren't going, going well? How can I get that? I need what they have. And there's a series of questions this woman asks, but she never Asked to add any flavor to the water. Because the second question, when you get to verse 15, not the question, the second statement, she says, you know what? Okay, I don't know how you, how you got, out, got the water, but in verse 15, she says, okay, I want what that, what that, whatever it is that you have, Verse 15, the woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. She starts to say, I, I, I want that. And the thing is, as we read it, she really doesn't fully comprehend. Jesus had, she hasn't really got the understanding that, hey, this is the Christ yet. At this point, she's really looking at her life saying, you know what? I don't want to keep coming back here. She hasn't fully grasped it. She's like, I want what you have. I want that water. Because if it keeps me from coming back here again, I want that. Hallelujah. But you notice she never asked, hey, Jesus, can you like make it taste like raspberry? You know? Or lemon. I like lemon. Make it taste like lemon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know. Whenever we'd go up, people go out to eat. I didn't say I'm, I may have done this before. You order a water so you don't have to pay for a drink. And, and then, and then, yeah, well, it's a, a water with lemons, please. And then you ask to make sure the sweet and low and sugars on the table. You start, you start making lemonade. It's a, so I don't want to pay the 250 for the drink. 
Well, I'm drinking water. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this, the, the woman at the well, she first asked, how are you getting that? Her next statement is, I don't completely understand it, but I want what you have because, you know, she knows her past. She knows she has five husbands. I didn't read, we didn't read that part, but when you start getting to verse 16 and Jesus starts talking with her, he starts calling stuff out. You know, she already knows her past. She already knows what she's done. So she's in her mind, she's like, hey, anything to keep me from coming out here in public to come to this well, to this well I'll take it. But she never asks, can you sweeten it up for me? Can you change it up for me? Can you add a little bit to it? Hallelujah. Unfortunately, in our church today, that's that what, what's happened in the, the current church, the modern church, is we've been we've started to try to appease the masses by sweetening the gospel, if we could say that. But we get to a point where it's no longer the gospel. It's all it is, is hey, you know what? Now it becomes a motivational speech. Now it becomes, hey, it's a social club to hang out with people and you get to talk to them after service. Hallelujah. It becomes something to do on a Sunday because, hey, people are supposed to do something on Sundays. It becomes, hey, I can, I, I, I go to church, it makes me look good, but there's no impact in our life. There's no, there's no repentance going on. There's no submission to God. There's no submission to the word. There's no submission to your bishop. Hallelujah. I, I like social media. And I, I like it because I like looking at trends. I like human behavior. Which is kind of why I enjoy what I do. I have fun in my job. I, I enjoy it. You know? A week ago, for some reason, people decided to take off running from me all of a sudden. <laughs> two people in two days. I guess they see that they're like, I can outrun him. <laughs> hey, here's the problem. When 250 pounds start moving, it's not going to stop. <laughs> so pick your battles. <laughs> But for some reason, they decided to start running. I, I was like, you know what? I have a car that runs faster than me. I get in the car. I go stop and get in front of you. Caught them both. They didn't run. They didn't. They're thinking, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're 120 pounds. Like, I can beat him. I was like, nope, got you. But I'm, I like looking at trends on social media. And yes, I, I like looking at what, you know, things on TikTok, right? And, and I know with the, like, Facebook and the TikTok and now with all these things, they have this algorithm that's going to put, it makes it a little harder to follow the trends because they're going to kind of put things, they're trying to match what you have in front of you. You know, you spend this amount of time on there, they try to keep, throwing those things on there. So, but I've seen this idea, or I know this idea, this deconstruction, 
the the whole premise is deconstructing what people have learned or their religious experience. And there's two things about it is this is not a new thing. The deconstruction of, uh, you know, I used to go to church and then I'm not anymore because X, Y, and Z. This has been happening since the beginning of time. Hallelujah. But I've noticed two veins in there. In this, uh, this, de- this deconstruction movement, I don't even want to call it, it's not a movement, it's just people on social media saying why they don't want to go to church anymore. And some of them, I'm like, well, yeah, I would deconstruct that because if, if you don't build your foundation on the word, everything that gets built up after that, it ain't going to work. You're going to need to deconstruct that. Hallelujah. And that's one vein. And I'm like, yeah, if I was you, I would deconstruct. I would get back to the word. The second is people, they just want their flavor in there. They don't want the word. They want their style of it. They're like, you know, do I, do I really have to speak in tongues? Do I, do I, do I really need to be baptized to get saved? Do I really need to be baptized in Jesus name? Hallelujah. And basically, that second vein is, is, you know what? I'm just going to throw my opinion in there, and my opinion is going to be relevant. And that's what's going to make me attractive to other, other people. And so, what, and that's what, and so looking at, at this deconstruction, it comes to the, 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 the premise of if it doesn't meet the, if it's not the way I like it, you know what? Then it, it, it has to be wrong. Hallelujah. You know what? The thing is, this woman at the well, who she knew she needed, she, she needed something. She's already admitting to Jesus, hey, I, I need this water. Hallelujah. She's, she's saying, he hasn't even started talking about her past, but she knows I need something, but she never asks, sweeten up this deal for me. This living water that you have, throw some sugar in there because I don't like the way it tastes. Hallelujah. And then we get to verse, so after verse 15, he starts calling her out. Saying, you have five husbands, and the one you're with is not your husband. Hallelujah. I hope we don't, no one in here has five husbands, and the one you're with is not your husband. That is against the law. I'll have to pull up the penal code, but that is against the law. Amen. But in verse... 28, when she finally realizes, hey, this is Jesus. This is the Christ. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city. So whatever she took to the well to go get what, the, the water that she thought she needed. When she realizes, hey. There's something he's giving me that can change my, my life. 
this living water that he's offering me, that I'm not adding no flavor to it, that can change my life. I no longer need what I used to have. That pot of water, that, that pot that I took to go get that water, that's staying there. My past that I brought into this place, once you get a hold of Jesus, once you've been filled with his presence, hallelujah, and you haven't added any sweetener to it, you can leave it at an altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you can do that when you don't add anything else. And this is why I, I, I keep going back to this. People, if we add stuff to the gospel, if we add our opinion, if we add our tradition, if we add how, if, if it doesn't make us feel good and we add that into, into the word, people are going to come in and people will leave, hallelujah, without having any change. They're going to come in with their water pot and they're going to leave with their water pot. And that same water pot they came in with is what's going to be filling them when they're out. Hallelujah. But it's when there's no additives added to the living water where people can come into the house and leave their water pot at the altar and say, I am leaving with something different. I am leaving with healing. I am leaving with mercy. I am leaving with repentance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can all stand. I'm pretty much, pretty much done. I don't even know where the notes. Um, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Whoever's going to play, they can come up and, and play. Hallelujah. The bottom line, especially... We're gonna. We're seeing an influx. You, you're already seeing an influx. We can't be adding. We can't be adding things, our personal opinion, to the gospel. We can't be adding how we feel things should be done. Hallelujah, to the word of God. Hallelujah. We can't be adding, well, is baptism necessary? We can't be adding, well, you know what? There needs to be more hype. Or you know what? We need to have more programs. No, we got to say, you know what? God, your, your, your presence, the Holy Ghost is good enough for me. If it saved me, whoever else walks through those doors, it can save them. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, if you're in here tonight or this, this morning, you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost. You haven't been filled with his presence. You still need an experience with God. You're bringing in like that, like the, like the, the woman of Samaria. You have that water pot. Today's the day. Today's the day you can leave a water pot at the altar and be filled with a pure unadulterated hallelujah spirit of God that no one's we're not going to say you got to pray after me you got to do the sinner's prayer no hallelujah that's some additives added to the water hallelujah 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 
Our culture says you can't have a church. A church won't grow unless you start acting like the world. I don't know if I've said this, but when I, it was my freshman year in college. Last day of classes, and they always spend a bunch of money having to bring someone, you know, a concert. And they, this was before Kanye West became Kanye West, and he was still trying to, you know, make a name for himself. He's, they bring him over for a concert. I remember I'm walking to class one time. They're having a concert, and you have a bunch of people. They're shouting. They're jumping up and down. They're going crazy for a concert. Here's the, here's the, here's the issue. Is there's people that want to leave the world and that lifestyle. Hallelujah. And they want something that is different from what they're experiencing out there. They want something that is lasting. Hallelujah. So when they, they want, they want a church that doesn't look and feel and act just like what they came out of. They want something different, pure, and something that's going to change them when they leave this place. Hallelujah. So they, they want to, they want to come to a place where they're, they're saying, Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm worshiping God, but I got filled with something. And when I'm leaving, I'm not empty on the inside like I was when I was out there at the club, at the concert, at the party. But it all starts, it all comes down to this gospel got to be pure. This gospel, I got to get rid of any of my idea and my opinion on how it should work. Oh, hallelujah. And I'll go here too. It's, if it comes down to submission. Submission to the word. Submission to the bishop. Hallelujah. Because once you start throwing your opinion on how things should work, you're starting to throw some additives into the word that's going forth. You're starting to throw some things in there. Hallelujah. That aren't, that aren't what God meant for it to be. Hallelujah. I'll go here too. And Bishop, if I'm wrong, I'll, you know, we want the we want the church to look so to people to to feel to not see something different when they come in from the outside. We want it for them to look. I grew up in this thing, and when you invited someone to church, you were just praying. You were just praying. You're like God. Don't, don't let them people don't don't let people go crazy. Not tonight. You know, I, I don't want them to make fun of me and think I'm crazy. So you're just there praying like, Lord, come on. Let, let us just have a, a, a low-key service. But what happens is we want that transition from someone coming from the outside to inside the church to not really mess with our world. So we want to make the church... It's an easy transition. Look, hey, man, it's just a gathering. You know, you can come on in. 
we got coffee for you. We'll just, you know, you can hear a motivational message. We got, we got music playing. It, it's it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of normal. And uh, now we start trying to, I guess, educate God outside of the church. And we start saying, well, let's have, let's have roundtable discussions. Let's, let's make this a panel. Let's, let, let's, let's, hey, you're just coming to listen to a group of, of people, speakers, and, and it's, let, let's, let's make this a panel, and, and it's a roundtable discussion. It's no longer church. It makes it comfortable. It makes it comfortable for people. It doesn't shock their world. The problem is, there's a reason why they're walking into this place. There's a reason why they're coming into the church saying, I don't want what I had out there. I want something different. The education I got out there wasn't, isn't saving me. My, my marriage is still a wreck. My life is going, going crazy. I need something different. But that difference... It starts with, I'm not going to add any additives to the gospel. I'm not going to add stuff to make the living water taste like what the world has. To make it go down a little smoother when they drink it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The church was called to be different. We're not, if people wanted it, people wanted to stay living the way they, they wanted to, they wouldn't be coming. Just, just buy a self-help book. But people want something different. There's a change. But we can't, we can't let this, we can't add stuff to this that's going to make us taste like the world. Hallelujah. We got to be like that woman saying, God, I ain't going to ask you questions. I ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to tell you, hey, add stuff to it. Make it taste good to me. I know what it is. I know my past. I know who you are. I'm leaving my pot and I want what you have. You finish the rest of that chapter. I'm going to go tell other people about what I got from you. Hallelujah. I want us to lift up our hands. Hallelujah. And worship him. Hallelujah. If if I got to look in my heart tonight, this, this morning, and say, God, remove anything from me. Remove anything from me, God. That's changing the water. That's changing the flavor. That's adding anything, God. God, because I want to be a witness. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> 